Greetings and welcome to the latest edition of the Big D Podcast. As you may expect by now, my friend Alex is on the line, ready to talk week 14 and week 15, plus some U.S. soccer. Uh, what's up, Dylan? Always a pleasure to be here. Always a pleasure talking to you. Ready to get started. Uh, but uh, as we get started here... Uh, the Baltimore Ravens and Cleveland Browns should always play on Monday night because uh, I'm not sure you remember that crazy uh, special teams at, what was it, block field goal a few years ago? Yeah. They, uh, you know, division rivalries, it's always fun, especially primetime division rivalries. And uh, that game didn't disappoint. And this most recent Monday game definitely didn't disappoint. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, was it Oklahoma Baylor or AFC North Bracken rights? <laughs> yeah. I mean how about uh how about them Ravens, man? I thought a lot of people thought Cleveland was gonna was gonna win that football game. It looked like uh and it looked like for a minute left in the game they were going to until you know Justin Tucker, man. He's that guy, isn't he? And then uh Lamar finding Marquise Brown for another late touchdown like Lamar is amazing, like a pinball. And, oh, run around for over 100 yards and then make five throws a game and one of them, and yeah. one of them is a bomb the Marquise Brown. Yeah, I mean, 11 completions, 163 yards. It's not the worst average. <laughs> yeah, you could do worse than that. I By mean, the way, it wasn't like Baker played a bad game. He was pretty decent in his own right. Yeah, no, I mean, Baker's been proven doubters wrong this year. Threw for 343 this week, two tuds. Unfortunately, a pick. The running game is always strong. I mean, Nick Chubb, two touchdowns. Kareem Hunt had a receiving touchdown, 77 yards in the air. I mean, I mean, the one thing that says about Cleveland is, as, as even though they did lose that game, I mean, they're, 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 they're one of the better teams in the AFC, and uh, it's – it's got to be happy. It's got to be a nice feeling for Browns fans, even if you, even though they did lose that game, they're still in a good spot. And uh, I mean, look at Pittsburgh dropping two to Buff or, or dropping two in a row. I mean, that division might not be as sealed up as some people might have thought it was. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers, are, the Steelers, first of all, cannot, will not, shall not, and have not found a running game. It's basically Big Ben or bust. Yeah. Meanwhile. I mean, I know Kansas City's 12-1, and 1, but the Bills are a serious threat in the AFC. Josh wow. Allen and Stephon Diggs all must-see television. I mean, boy, bringing in Stephon Diggs has got to be the biggest, the best thing Buffalo has done in maybe their franchise history. I mean, they had great teams well, back in, what, the 90s, but they couldn't win well, a Super Bowl over four tries. Well, Jim Kelly, getting Jim Kelly in 86 didn't hurt. Yeah, what did, they, what did it show for him, though? I mean, I guess four, four trips to the Super Bowl is, is nice, but if you can't win any of them, I mean, you don't see that many uh, divi- or conference championship T-shirts going around. It's mostly just Super Bowl or nothing. So uh, Yeah. I mean, I, and I, Buffalo, I mean, could they make the Super Bowl this year? I mean – Depending on how the, the the way the seating falls in the AFC, I mean, Kansas City. I know they're twelve and one, close game against Miami. Pittsburgh drops two in a row. I mean, all of a sudden this AFC 
this AFC looked like a one-team race, maybe a two-team race, and all of a sudden Buffalo's creeping in there. I mean, anything could happen in, in the last couple weeks of the season. And if not for Hale Murray, the Bills would be 11-2 and very much in the race with Kansas City. Absolutely. I mean, of, and speaking of you, Dolphins, uh, for that for the first seven eight minutes of that game, I I have never I, I don't know what Pat Mahomes was thinking. I mean, did he did he spend the night at the Hard Rock Casino? <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what. That must have been one of the most exciting quarters of football I have ever seen as a Miami <laughs> Dolphins fan. That first quarter, I mean. Just the two interception. I mean, Patrick Mahomes threw as many interceptions in the first half of that football game as he's thrown all season. I mean, I knew that Dolphins defense was good, but I mean, to 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 show up like that against Patrick Mahomes, and I'm sorry, T.J. Watt, Xavier Howard is my defensive player of the year. I mean, the man is picking off every quarterback who throws to him. It's it, nine interceptions. He's 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 looking to chase down chase down. Uh, Oh, Billy White shoes, John? Is that who – or – no, Night Train. Dick Night Train Lane. Dick Night Train Lane. He's, he's looking like he might be chasing down that, that single-season interception record. I mean, T.J. Watt's been having a, a, an amazing season, but, I mean, what does a defensive player have to do? They need – I mean, what – I think arguably the biggest stat defensively is getting the ball back on your offense because if you're getting turnovers, the other team's not scoring and it's giving your team the ball and, and, and the opportunity to put points on the board. I mean – and, and that one-handed grab, I mean, the amount of Dolphins receivers who got hurt in that game, I almost expected to see number 25 lining up in the X. <laughs> X playing X, I mean, heck, if we get any more injuries this season, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing Xavier Howard running some routes. He doesn't even need to know the plays. Just tell him to go long. Maybe that, maybe run a fade pattern based and say running like how you would defend and I mean, the ball yeah. get six points. Exactly. I mean, it, that Mike Kosicki injury was – it looked really brutal. It's really unfortunate. I mean, he's been a huge spark on this offense this year and a big red zone target. So, I mean, Xavier Howard likes making interceptions in the end, in the red zone or end zone. Let's let's give him some receptions in there. I think uh, Brian Flores might, might need to dial up some plays towards X. By the uh, way, despite the loss, I mean, uh, I think we've got a lot of answer questions about um, Tua. Yeah, I mean, how about that fight? I, it, you know, you're you're playing probably the best team in football. You go down 20 points in the second half. The Miami Dolphins I've seen my entire life. That game is a wrap. And the fact that we were able to bring that into an onside kick to to win the game. I mean, rec- recover an onside kick and a touchdown wins you the game. I mean, two of just he's. I think he's everything Miami Dolphins fan have been Miami Dolphins fans have been hoping for in the, in the last couple of decades. I mean, my dad always used to tell me, you know, when when we had Dan Marino uh, in that offense, you were never out of a game. It didn't matter what the score was, and I'm starting to think we might have that same situation with Tua. And uh, Jason Sanders made Miami Dolphin ticket and was very happy with that late field goal. I'm like. Jason Sanders is either going to make people a lot of money or lose. Or lose yeah, I mean, how about money. that for a backdoor cover? I mean, 20, a 20 point deficit, all of a sudden you, it's a six point game and Miami covers the spread. I'm sure a lot of people might, might have lost some money on that game. Unfortunately, he missed one earlier in the game, which could have even made things 
a little more exciting. But, um, you know, it was, it was a great performance from Miami. You know, it's unfortunate we couldn't – I think if that game was five minutes longer, I think Miami could have won that football game. But, you know, unfortunately that's not the way it works. But currently Kansas City, they're a great football team. You know, the, the, biggest, the biggest problem Miami had was, was stopping Kelsey, Travis Kelsey and, and Tyreek Hill. And, unfortunately, I think they gave up one or two too many plays to, to those superstars. But, you know, it, there's not a lot of Dolphins fans who are upset after that game, that's for sure. Yeah, let me see. Uh, who did Miami have running, the, running and catching the ball that game with uh... – Lynn Bowden Jr. had a great game. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know why Oakland – I mean, Oakland drafts him in the first first round, I think, right? Or third round – or maybe third round, I think. But they drafted him with a, a day two draft pick at least and traded him in, in the offseason. And thank you, Vegas. I mean, he, he's been – with all these injuries to the running back – I mean, he can play running back. He can play receiver. He can do, do a little bit of everything. I mean, with he all these injuries – He can play quarterback at Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they tried to get – they tried a couple of Philly special type plays, throwing it to Tua. Uh, Kansas City was well coached, and uh, they didn't fall for it. But, you know, he's a bright little spot, especially if Devontae Parker and Mike Kosicki are having long-term injuries. You might see a little bit of him, or I, I think a lot of bit of him down the stretch. But, you know, DeAndre Washington, a lot of people had some high expectations for him. He didn't quite perform as well as we thought he might. But, you know, overall, I mean, Tua – First 300-yard game passing, you know. It was a good day for Miami Dolphins. I mean, if you can't get the win, that's about as good as it can get, I think, against that Kansas City team. Well, uh, speaking of exciting rookies, how about Jalen Hurts and the Eagles stunning, stunning the Saints? Oh, man, I, I'll tell you what. I, I looked into that that score at halftime. I saw 17 nothing. I was like, oh, yep, Saints 17 nothing. I, I, I And then I double-looked at the score. I was like, wait a second. What's going on in Philadelphia? But, you know, I mean, what did you see from that game? Jalen Hurts, pretty decent debut. That's, I've solved Miles Sanders finally breaking out. Yeah. I think I mean, he's still running. Yeah. he's. It's about time the Eagles had a, uh, had a, had a positive run game because I know a lot of Eagles fans have been frustrated. I mean, he's been hurt, and uh, I think Boston Scott – you know, he's got some bright spots when he came in, but overall that team just seemed lackluster. And, I mean, I guess maybe it is Carson Wentz after all. It seems like they uh, Jalen Hurts gave them a spark. So, Yeah, that was the first time. Yeah, Sunday's game was the first time in I don't know how long that the Saints had given up a 100-yard rusher and Philly got two 100-yard yeah. rushers in that game. Yeah, I mean – did they really? I didn't even realize that. Hurts and Sanders. Oh, Hurts ran for over 100, 100 yards? Yeah, 106 right there. There you go. Boy, that's a good stat. Nice pull there, Dylan. But, yeah, I mean, that NFC that NFC East, man, that's – what a crazy division that is. Yeah, I'm Washington leading at 6-7. and seven, The Giants laying an egg against Arizona. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Philly and Dallas winning, so – I mean, how, well, we got thir- we, three more games in the season. I guess that division's still a four-team race mathematically. I mean, I don't know how. Uh, yeah, because 
there's not a single team with a winning record in the division. I guess that's how, but you know, I'm just happy about the way the AFC East is going this year. Uh, the NFC East, you know, it's just a garbage fire over there. Well, speaking of the NFC East, as we uh, shift all discussion to Week 15, uh, Seattle and Washington should be that's an interesting good. game. Yeah, that's going to be a good one for sure. What do you, what do you like out of the game? Well, let's see. Uh, Russell Wilson against Chase Young. Ooh. Ooh, that's a great matchup. Yeah, I mean, I, I think two, three weeks ago, Seattle would probably get almost every analyst vote on that game. Now I'm not so sure. I mean, Washington's been putting some wins together. They've been looking a little bit better. They're still not a winning – they still don't have a winning record, as we just said no one in that division does. But, I mean, they're, they're, Washington's playing some good football. And, and why, when better to have a, a streak of winning games than – December. I mean, we've talked about on this podcast many times, December football is when it gets real. And that's when, it's when teams really need to start performing. It seems like this Washington team is, is starting to click at the right time. Yeah. And one other thing I'm looking at this game uh, more so than who will be starting in the center for the Washington football team is can the Seahawks protect Russ because you know, Seattle's offensive line is in a mess, and uh, with Washington's fearsome pass rush, yeah. if Russ is running for his life, it could be a long afternoon. It could be. I mean, he's got those two superstar receivers that he loves throwing to, but if, if, if Chase Young is in the backfield before he has a chance to finish his drop, I mean, it might not matter too much. That's a great point. I mean – Chase Young probably deserves offensive rookie, or I'm not, I just mean uh, Pepsi rookie of the week this week. But I think a lot of the Dolphins fans have come together. I just checked the voting, and uh, Chase Young was leading that. I think Dolphins fans have pushed to a head by a uh, mass vote. Whether that's deserved or not, I, I, I'll uh, stay quiet on that. But, um, you know, Chase Young, I mean, er- everyone knew when he was coming into the league that he was going to be a force, a uh, force to reckon with for sure. And, and he is definitely. Uh, held up to that. He was not scared of the uh, Sunday night uh, on the, of the Sunday spotlight. But um, you know, Russell Wilson, he's still. I mean, he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And and although that line is shaky, I mean, he he knows how to get it done. So I think that's going to be a great matchup. I'm I'm really excited for that game. It certainly will be better than what the Jets put out in Seattle. I mean, good lord. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, but that's another story. So. Yeah. Speaking of your Dolphins, uh, you've got an old foe coming to town this weekend. You know what? Dolphins, Patriots, it's not quite the same as it used to be, but I think one thing that that will be the same is New England can't win in Miami. And if they couldn't do it with Tom Brady, I really don't think they're going to be able to do it with Cam Newton. You know, uh, it's unfortunate Miami lost that that season opener to uh, New England. I think uh, having Bill Belichick get getting to uh, have a first a first try with his new Cam Newton toy, Miami's defense wasn't quite uh, gelled enough to to handle the communication that you really need against against a uh, an option quarterback, a mobile quarterback like that. But I mean, we're 
we're 13 ga- weeks into the season, 14 weeks into the season. I think, I think that Miami Dolphins defense has greatly improved. They've got some real leaders on that team and their communication is really strong. So I, I don't think Cam Newton, I think they're going to be able with, with the blitz packages that, that, that Dolphins defense has. And I mean, Cam Newton has not proven very successful at all throwing the football this season. So I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that Cam Newton offense is going to be much of a problem for Miami this week. To be honest with you, especially with that game being at Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah, and even with New England coming off a ten day break, uh, I'm not even sure if Cam will necessarily not just start, but maybe even finish the game because uh, as you've seen a few times this year, Jared Sims replace him, and well. The Patriots don't have a lot of offensive skill position. But. No, they do not. You know, it's you can never count out a Bill Belichick coach football team, especially like you said with a ten day break. I'm sure he's gonna. I'm sure he's gonna write up something creative for us. Uh, you know, he knows this Dolphins team. I, he knows Brian Flores, and um, I'm sure he's gonna be pulling out all the stops to beat us this weekend. He 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 loves beating Miami, but he doesn't have much success doing it Miami. Doing it in Miami. So uh, I think it's definitely going to be an exciting football game. And now we get to see Tua against New England instead of Ryan Fitzpatrick. So I think yeah. uh, that's going to be a little bit uh, more entertaining as well. Yeah, and so and uh, now the game of the week of, in all likelihood, uh, Kansas City and New Orleans, a potential Super Bowl preview. Uh, could Drew Brees be back this weekend? Uh, and will Kansas City actually fix its red zone issues? In the yeah, dump. I mean, that's definitely going to be a fun one. I mean, Kansas City, New England, I think a lot of people are Kansas City, New England, Kansas City, New Orleans. I think that was a big super, uh, uh, probably a pretty super, uh, popular Super Bowl pick before the season started. So this is definitely going to be an exciting matchup. I hope for, for just a, as a fan, I hope Drew Brees is back. I love watching him play. And I want those two teams to be as uh, – as stacked as possible because that that has the potential to be a really uh, entertaining football game and a shootout. I mean, Drew Brees, Drew Brees, Mike Thomas, Alvin Kamara versus Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. I mean, that is an offensive showdown, and that sounds like a uh, a football game I don't want to miss. That's for sure. Yeah, get a few beignets, maybe a margarita, and watch the game in the Big Easy. Yeah, honestly. Wear your mask. <laughs> but, uh, boy, that's – I mean, obviously there's a, a big offensive focus on that game. Any, any defensive things you're looking for in that football game? Yeah, which team can stop the – yeah, which team can get after the other quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, because pass rush. I mean, you've got Chris Jones for Kansas City and uh, Big Cam Jordan for the Saints. So, which team can – Stop the other team's quarterback and prevent big plays because the Chiefs live on big plays. As you saw last week when Tyreek made a couple big plays, and of course, uh, Nico Hardman's punt return really changed the game. Absolutely. And I mean, as long if who knows, maybe New Orleans can get a couple more 30 yard sacks on Patrick Mahomes, and that might. Was was that the the longest sack in NFL history, or was it longest in recent history? That, that, that might have been the oddest play I've ever seen Pat Mahomes make. I mean, I mean he, I, he, he went nowhere. 
I've seen him do that many times, and I've seen him be successful from doing that many times. But I Jerome mean, Baker is a fast man, and uh, if if I wanted anyone on that defense chasing down uh, Patrick Mahomes, I, I think I'm glad it was Jerome Baker. Yeah, he was the only healthy linebacker you you played last week. Yeah, but I mean, I I, I think Patrick Mahomes might have learned his lesson on the on, on that. I don't think we're gonna see any more thirty yard sacks. But um, you know, I I just have to say one thing. You uh, you gave me a little dig last week about Man U losing the Leipzig, and I gotta call out um, Wolverhampton Wolves. You know, USA uh, USA representative getting an assist in that game, 2-1 final. What happened to your Blues, man? Wait, where's Kai Havertz been? I haven't seen him do anything this season. Oh, gosh, don't rub it in. Don't rub it in. <laughs> you know, I, I heard a lot of people saying, man, you know, when, when United signed Bruno, he's going to have some time to have to adjust to the league, and uh, he did not need any time. You know, I guess – I guess uh, the uh, Portuguese league and Bundesliga must be a, a different sort of transition because haven't seen Havertz doing much, and uh, well, you know, Werner for that matter. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, I thought Werner. I mean, obviously, of course, Werner was a prolific goal scorer in Germany, and uh, I thought he would have done more as in his first few months with the Blues. Uh, some guys can strike it rich in England, as you know, and others. Uh, uh, I mean, the league's a little different. You're facing different opposition. You're facing more fiscal, fast-paced league, unlike the Boomers League. And, and uh, it's different. And it's not for lack of execution. I mean, how many chances did we create last night or even Saturday against Everton? And Olivier Giroud's goal was the only one we've scored in the last yeah. couple of games. And um, uh, of course, uh, last year the Blues struggled late December, early January. So maybe we just struggled at the end of the year. Yeah. And then, yeah, of that... course, someone of, of Tachi or whatever his name is broke my heart. I was just about to say, you know, we talked a little bit about the U.S. men's national team last week. Owen Ada, Ada Ada Sawi, you know, who knows? I guess maybe we got, we might have another Premier League USA starlet in the May game, but uh, got an assist, uh, a crucial assist in that game. You know, Olivier Giroud is scoring a lot of goals this season, but he needed a couple more yesterday to, uh, to get that three points for you guys. And, you know, everyone's been, been hating on United so much. We're uh, 20 points with two games in hand behind Chelsea with 22 points. I mean, this, this, this title, I mean, it's only a, it's a five point point difference from Tottenham in first place to Wolves in 10th. So, you know, people were, people have been asking for a more closely contested Premier League uh, title race. Looks like we might have it this season. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, uh, and everybody wants uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer fired. Well, depending on what happens tomorrow, I mean, you guys could be in the top four. Absolutely. And I mean, live as we're recording right now, it's the 88th minute in this Liverpool Tottenham game. It's a one-one draw, and those are the top two teams in the table. So that could really even make things even closer at the top. If that game finishes with one point each, I mean, 
we could really be looking at a uh, a close top of the table. Uh, before we go, uh, Alex, what would your top five NFL power rankings be, team-wise? Mm. All right, top five NFL power rankings. I've got to go probably Kansas City at one, you know. They're one-loss football team. Obviously, you know, it was a closer game than some people might have thought. I mean, I predicted a Miami win this week, but uh, they're still in a they're still a twelve and one football team. It's hard to argue against them. Number two, boy, I I think I'm gonna get. I think I'm gonna put Buffalo in the number two spot. I think I think the football they've been playing right now, the football that that Josh Allen has been playing right now, and the football that Pittsburgh has been playing right now, I. I know Pittsburgh's got the better record, but I think I've got Buffalo as a better football team than right as, than them right now. Number three, I'd probably go Pittsburgh just because they are eleven and two. And I mean, it's I, I know they've had two back to back weeks, but Mike Tomlin can turn that football team around. And I, I think that they're going to be able to make a strong push at the end of that season. Uh, and then we've got four. I'm going to give it to Green Bay, and then New Orleans rounding out that top five. How off am I from you? What do you think? Well, you're right with the first two. Uh, Kansas City and Buffalo, obviously, the Chiefs won in Orchard Park early in the year, but both teams are different now. The Bills are looking – the Bills, if any, are looking a touch better because Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are making plays, and Kansas City can't run the ball uh, – not, not necessarily can't run the ball, but they aren't great in – terms of running or stopping the run, and the Chiefs have been too inconsistent in the red zone. Yeah, that's true. And as you saw Sunday night, Buffalo, Buffalo's great at Buffalo's opportunistic. They may not be great in terms of of sacks or, giving, or getting pressure, but they're great situationally. Josh Allen has taken a major leap forward this year, and Oh, yeah. getting Stefan Diggs doesn't hurt either. Three, yeah. and this is where, this is where uh, you and I will disagree. I've got Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are unbelievable. You know, you might be right there, actually. I, 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 think, I, think, I, I think I might be siding with you there, actually, now, now that you mention it. Uh, yeah. It seems like Devontae Adams goes for like eight, nine, ten catches a game. You know, we had we had our little DraftKings matchup, and I I, I, I knew he was worth the money because, uh, I mean, I guess I think you actually ended up beating me. But, you know, uh got to pick Devontae Adams. I mean, I'm sure he's taken a lot of people to fantasy football Super Bowls this year. And number four, I've got the Rams. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm I mean, not sure anybody features a better secondary than the Rams. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald – is tearing defender. It's tearing offensive lines to shreds. I mean, talking about Xavier and Howard and T.J. Watford, defensive player of the year, Mr. Donald is certainly in the race. Yeah. Right. And I'm telling you right now, Cam Akers is going to win some people that their fantasy leagues. Yeah. He's been he's been balling lately. You're right about that. And then number five, I know it was. I know. Same fans were probably not happy with what happened, but Lord knows what Jalen Hurts was going to put out there. I think the Saints are fine. 
Yeah. I think Drew Brees will be back either this Sunday or potentially the uh, Christmas Day showdown with the Vikings. You still have got Camaro, Thomas, Saints defense. You've got a Hall of Fame coach. Saints are fine. Yeah, I agree. So, and this concludes the latest edition of the Big D Podcast. And uh, hopefully Miami can um, give Alex an early Christmas present. Yeah. I, uh, I, think, I think we'll get that done, you know. Like I said earlier, I hate I, it's hard. It's hard to go against Bill, a Bill Belichick coach football team, but Brian Flores might might just be able to do that. All right. But uh, yeah, have a good one, Dylan. It's always a pleasure. Bye.